police in the morning. Nine-year-old Corey is very worried about her older brother, Michael. He is using drugs, and he just stole her piggy bank to buy some more. Luckily, Corey has help. TV's most popular cartoon characters, including Winnie the Pooh, Bugs Bunny, Alf, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and a host of other animated all-stars leap into action to help free her brother from the clutches of Smoke, a deceptive and corrupting character who's leading Michael down the road to drug abuse dead end. What follows is a roller coaster ride through the perils, pitfalls, and realities of drug abuse in which the cartoon all-stars prove there's a smarter way to go. It's an adventure guaranteed to entertain children of all ages as well as educate them about the dangers of alcohol and other drugs. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here we review movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. It's June. School's about to be out for children, so it's the perfect time for favorite children's movies month. Or, you know, just shit we watched as kids. And we've got a real winner for this one. We're starting out with a 1990 made-for-TV classic, Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. Quite possibly the most infamous anti-drug PSA of all time. <laughs> and the, the thing is, like, I remember, like, renting this movie many times as a child, like watching this many times as a child and it came out like the year after I was born so like I probably should have never seen it as a child but I saw it so many times it's it, it's ridiculous you can't go back now let's just dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties top and bottom three you already heard what the back of the VHS had to say Paul what are we starting with let's start with the top first go for it all right number three I also remember watching this when I was a little kid. I think it was, like, maybe five or something. And I remember cartoon characters. Yay. Cool. I don't think I even knew if there was a plot or what was going on. But, I mean, I don't think anybody young enough to be watching this really knew what the fuck was going on. Number two. This movie did manage to bring a bunch of popular cartoons from various different cartoon universes together for a common goal. may have been a stupid goal, but, you know, at least they all came together. And number one, this movie just reminds me of the, of the 90s. It was such a simpler time back then. For me, number three, there's a character named Corey, and it's even spelled the same way as my name. Like, that really doesn't happen very often. Like, normally when you get Corey, it's the shortened C-O-R-Y. But to have a character named Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, that's fantastic. Do, I, I don't care that it was a little girl. I wasn't a little, was girl, a little girl. But, you know, it's it's lovely. Corey's got a girl's name. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Corey, Corey can be a boy's name, too. Well, apparently not. <laughs> Number two for me. Now, no offense to James Woods. I love James Woods. But the ghost in this movie, I will always refer to as the ghost of James Woods. He sounds kind of like James Woods. He looks like James Woods. And honestly, if I had the ghost of James Woods following me around telling me to do shit, I would fucking do it. Like, James Woods, God bless you, man. You are fantastic. You might be my hero. And if your ghost was following me around... You would be my number one pick for anything. I feel like if James Woods was just on the street and ran to him and goes, Hey, you want to do some crack? I'd be like, yeah, well, it's James Woods. Of course I would. <laughs> number one. 
seeing so many cartoon characters of my childhood in one place. I mean, the only other thing way that you could see this is uh, is fucking who framed Roger Rabbit. And I don't even think that brought as many characters together on screen at one time as cartoon all-stars to the rescue. What about Space Jam? That was just Looney Tunes well, and, and, bunch. and Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's not a cartoon, Paul. He's a real person. Says you. Sha- Sha- Shaquille O'Neal was in a fighting game, so that makes him a fictional and, character. And, and then Larry Bird shows up. <laughs> I can help you guys. <laughs> All right, let's, let's talk about the bad here. What was, it, what was in the bottom? All right, number three, like most anti-drug propaganda, if not all of it, this movie talks about drugs in extremely ambiguous terms. Like, it's all an attempt to scare kids rather than teach them. I know it's a kid's movie, but if they aren't old enough to, to understand what drugs are in the first place, then you really shouldn't be talking about them in the first place with them. Just tell them don't take foreign substances from strangers unless you know what the fuck it is and be done with it. Like... This this whole, like, anti-drug thing craze in the 90s, like, I think most people had good intentions, but I don't know how they thought thought that was a good idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Winnie the Pooh sang a song one time about not taking things from strangers, and that probably summed up this whole movie. But it probably, like, you know, scarred them for life, too. <laughs> Number two. Thinking about how much money and taxes went toward programs that helped create shit like this makes me very angry. And number one. I've seen a lot of heavy-handed PSAs in my day, but this movie brings Preachy to a whole new level. I hated all of these cartoon characters after watching this. My god, they're fucking shrill voices preaching about, like, not doing drugs. And man, Bugs Bunny was a fucking dick. Like, the kid's like 10 on, and on could at least try to be sympathetic. I mean, yeah, Bugs Bunny in general, when you look back at it, is kind of a dick. I mean, he tries to get Daffy Duck killed on numerous occasions by saying it's duck season instead of rabbit season. But to be fair, Daffy was a dick, too. And I mean, Elmer he, was always trying to shoot him. So. He, like, always makes Marvin the Martian explode upon himself. And, you know, all these things. But, like, he takes being a dick to a whole new level in this movie. Like, I just, I was like, really? Like, like that's not the Bugs Bunny I know that made a wrong turn at Albuquerque. That is, that is, like, Nega Bugs Bunny. I also don't believe that Bugs Bunny would be trying to tell anyone not to do drugs. So for me, number three, I'm pretty sure this movie probably caused more people to do drugs than not to do drugs, simply for the fact that this cartoon shows this kid seeing his favorite cartoon characters come to real life because he's on drugs. And if you play the movie in reverse, it's about a kid who is convinced to, t- to take up drugs by a bunch of cartoon characters when his nice um, ghost of, of James Woods is trying to convince him not to. You know, and if you watch it with Dark Side of the Moon, like, it makes perfect sense. You got to turn the lights off and turn off the TV and just listen to the sound of Dark Side of the Moon. It all, and it all makes up. sense. <laughs> Number two. This movie is not available on DVD, but yet somehow it's on Laserdisc, and I don't have a copy of it on Laserdisc. Just this shitty VHS. I mean, come on, what the fuck? Watching it on Laserdisc is the only way of watching it. That would have been so much better. Except maybe on Betamax. It'd be pretty cool, too. I, I could have watched it on Betamax, but it's not on Betamax. It's only on VHS. No DVD, no Betamax, no reel-to-reel, just VHS and fucking Laserdisc. So maybe this movie is the reason why VHS won the uh, war. Number one, the song in the end credits. 
God. My God. First off, it fucking starts with Miss Piggy fucking belting out some goddamn shit about not doing drugs that made my ears bleed. And then I couldn't hear the rest of it. It just sounded like garbled garbage because Miss Piggy bled my ears to death. Yeah, and this is um, baby Miss Piggy from Muppet Baby, so it was that yeah, much worse. It wasn't, wasn't even like full-grown Muppets. It was like this, you know, like two-year-old Muppet talking about Kermit. Hey, suck my dick in this ride. Oh, wait, this is a kid's movie. Don't do drugs. And I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? Like, god damn it, people. Like, get your shit together. Yeah, I didn't realize how creepy the... Like Muppet Babies looked when I was a kid, but in this thing, these look disturbing. Well, it's not even like how they look, it's how they talk because they still talk and act like the adult Muppets. And Miss Picky is still starved for attention, and she talks about like attractiveness and romantic and all this stuff. And I'm like, you're two years old, you don't need to do that. There's a lot of signs of things to come. So we haven't talked about the dialogue, but we're gonna have ourselves a good old fashioned quote. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who won. Paul, get it, get us going. Great Smurfs. Corey's piggy bank is missing. Do you want to help or do you want to be lunch? Two sounds can't be missed. The sound of a breaking piggy bank and the sizzle of a hot lasagna. Either someone is conducting a major chemistry experiment or this is a serious no-no. All right, there's 20 bucks in here. For 10 bucks, I can score some crack. There's nothing cool about a fool on drugs. Face it, kid. We're buddies for life, whether you like it or not. And that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say, please leave it in the comments below. I think it's time for our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 16 out of 10. I don't think you can do that. It, it fucking defies the laws of physics, Paul. It's a 16 out of 10. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to argue that one. I, I give it a 10 out of 10. So, I play by the rules. This, I don't do drugs. This movie went wrong in so many ways. It's supposed to be an anti-drug epic. It turned into possibly the biggest reason for kids to take drugs ever. Firstly, the ghost of James Woods will pop out and appear and talk to you. Secondly, all your favorite cartoon characters would come to life and tell you what a piece of shit you are. And C, your little sister will stop talking to you forever. I can't see where cartoon characters berating you for 30 minutes was supposed to be entertaining. I mean, if I wanted to be told what a horrible person I was, I would go to church every Sunday. I mean, this is just, it's an amazing piece of art. Everyone should go see it. Pluck out the eyes of a dead mongoose, defeather an iguana, and chillax in your favorite birthday suit to enjoy the sojourn of a lifetime inside your mind's eye with cartoon all-stars to the rescue. That, that was magical. Absolutely stunning. Bravo, good sir. All right. I remember as a kid growing up in the 90s, it was impossible to turn on the TV without seeing some cringy anti-drug PSA. It was all part of a series of propaganda to support the newly declared war on drugs. However, as cringeworthy as these commercials may have been, none of them came close to the complete absence of self-awareness than the cringeworthy classic cartoon all-stars to the rescue. This movie is as unintentionally hilarious as it is painful to sit through. All those high-pitched, shrill voices bitching at me about drugs and shit. Or this ambiguous evil force known as drugs, which can apparently brainwash you into stealing your sister's piggy bank. I think this may have been part of an evil plot by the McDonald's corporations to get kids to do drugs so that they'd buy more Happy Meals. 
Well, if this film didn't drive you to doing drugs, well, guess what? We have ways where you can drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time the ghost of James Woods it would appear, take a drink. Number two, every time Corey is worried about Michael, take a drink. Number three, whenever someone steals money, take a drink. Number four, anytime someone is encouraged to do drugs, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's childhood movie month, every time something invokes a childhood memory, take a drink. Every time you see a new cartoon character, take a drink. Every time the word drugs is used ambiguously, take a drink. Every time a real drug is mentioned by name, take a drink. And every time this movie makes you feel like you're on drugs, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the slick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else being related, you can leave us a comment at either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros.gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com. That's bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all of their content, including reviews, interviews, and chats from our website bmoviebros.com. We have news series each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are provided below. We've come to the end of week one of Childhood Movie Month. There's only one movie so far. Cartoon All-Stars to the rescue, so it must be number one. Yeah, that might be the first time in history. And uh, honestly, I mean, this is something that everyone, I think, should check out if you grew up in the the 90s or the 80s. I mean, when when we looked it up this evening, I mean, it was like between like $27 and $130 to buy a VHS copy of this online. Like, seriously, just search for it online. I'm sure somebody has it up for free. Nobody's getting royalties from this movie anymore. Just just watch it online. What's that along with the Star Wars uh, Christmas special? And then go listen to the Scruff McGruff against drugs, you know, smart kids tape. It, it's amazing. So, you know, next week, this, this was something from both our childhoods. Next week, we're going to take a dive into Paul's childhood with the movie Scamper the Penguin from, from some year in Paul's childhood. Year 87 of of the Penguin (laughs) Dynasty. (laughs) So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. (laughs) 